Welcome to this episode of Litigation Briefs, Media Shorts on Law and Courts. I'm Scott Dodson, a distinguished professor of law at UC Hastings College of the Law and the director of the Center for Litigation and Courts, which produces this series. This show has featured many episodes about features of civil litigation, which is held before a public court, and a few episodes on arbitration, which is like litigation, but before private arbitrators rather than judges. There's another common kind of dispute resolution mechanism, mediation. What is mediation? How does it work? And why would anyone use it? Here to help me with those questions is my guest, Shala Ali, professor and associate dean at University of Hong Kong Faculty of Law. Shala, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Scott. What is mediation? So mediation is a negotiation between two parties that's facilitated by a neutral third party called a mediator. And mediation can be either purely private or party, uh, part of an ancillary court proceeding. Um, but either way, it's very different from litigation or arbitration. Um, in those processes, the parties will present, as you know, their evidence and legal theories to someone who will decide their dispute for them. But in mediation, the parties talk to each other directly about how they want their dispute resolved, and the mediator helps them to reach a resolution to their dispute uh, that they both can agree to. How would adversarial parties ever be convinced to reach an agreement? Well, sometimes they can't, and that's why we have litigation and arbitration, um, but often they can, and maybe um, they need to be in a different, less adversarial setting to be more open to compromise. Um, maybe they need to be um, you know, encouraged to listen to each other's side of the story. Maybe they need space to work through what they each per person really wants. Um, and the litigation and arbitration process really isn't designed for that, but mediation is. What is the mediation process? So the first uh, step is really that parties ha want, have to want to be in mediation. So they have to mediate in good faith. And um, oftentimes um, there are different systems. People can be sort of encouraged. They could be voluntarily selecting mediation or they could be it could be a step of a process before litigation. But they have to mediate in good faith, and that's important because it creates a shared buy-in um, to the process. It builds trust between the parties. Um, it's also important practically because if the mediation is successful and the parties reach an agreement, they have to agree to be bound by that agreement so the dispute is truly resolved. Um, and second, parties need to meet the mediator, and the mediator sets out some procedures, like how long the mediation will last, what kinds of information will be shared in the mediation, um, and that it it will the information that is shared is confidential. Um, and then third, the mediator conducts the mediation, and how this happens is really up to the mediator who takes cues from the parties. Um, but really often it does begin with the parties making some statements about their case um, in front of the other party and the mediator. And then next, the mediator might facilitate a dialogue uh, between the parties together, or the mediator might separate the parties and talk to each party separately about their case, about their strengths, weaknesses, their hopes, what they really want to get out of this um, mediation. 
And then the final step, fourth, is when the mediator will try to help the, move the parties towards a compromise. So if the case is about money, they might help each party see how the other party is really trying to make some compromise and the movement towards a middle, middle ground. Um, and if the case is on issues other than money, then the mediator can help to identify areas where the parties can actually agree on a solution. Um, and that can be a key advantage over formal litigation, where money is really the only remedy that can be ordered by a court. Um, and I'll just add also that mediation can be forward-looking. So some of the resolutions or solutions can look to the future, um, whereas litigation often tends to look backward at what happened and uh, legal rights and remedies uh, in relation to the past. What is the mediator's goal? Yeah, that's a great question. So the mediator um, is different from a judge. So the mediator's job really isn't to figure out which party is right or wrong, but rather the mediator's job is to help the parties to reach a settlement that both can agree to. And after, after all, that's what the parties are paying the mediator to do. So it's really to help parties identify a solution. Is mediation free? I guess it's not since they have to pay the mediator. Sometimes it's free. Sometimes courts will offer free mediation services. I believe in San Francisco was one of the early, um, uh, you know, um, counties that offered mediation. Um, it's good for the courts because it might lighten the litigation load if parties can settle the case through mediation. Um, but usually, in, in many cases, mediation is not free, as you mentioned. Um, parties have to pay for a private mediator, and having the parties pay can actually be a good thing because it um, it's a signal that they believe it's worth it. It's worth their time, and it's worth their investment of their resource to find a resolution, to find a compromise, um, and it's a signal that they're willing to come to the table. Are there any examples of famous mediations that you can relate Definitely. Yeah, I think there's a very interesting case that came out of the World Intellectual Property Organization. It was a mediation of a research and development dispute. And I think it's a great illustration of this point we mentioned earlier that mediation can also be forward looking. So um, this was a, a relationship entered between a European research institute and a French company. And they had a license agreement um, and the agreement related to a technology um, in the in the realm of building materials, they two parties were applying for a patent um, with the European Patent Office, um, and part of their agreement included a multi-tier dispute resolution clause, which uh, had as its early stage resolution option mediation. So three years into this agreement, um, the the company alleged that uh, this license agreement was invalid. Um, and requested a refund of the royalty payments in light of the rejection of the patent application by the European Patent Office. Um, and so the Research Institute commenced mediation proceedings um, and re requested payment of the royalty rates. So the parties uh, proceeded through the World Intellectual Property Organization to find a mediator who had background and expertise in licensing agreements. Um, which was very important for this case. So one of the mediators was selected and the mediator uh, had some preliminary telephone conversations with the parties. They had a dinner just to reestablish communication between the parties. And they actually met for a mediation, which lasted for one day. 
Um, and from this mediation, they were able to come to an agreement um, that included options for amending the licensing agreement um, and the payment of royalty rates based on a future decision of the patent application, um, and also the option to conclude a research and development agreement between the parties, so further areas of development. So they were able to kind of look at what might happen or what could happen in the future and other areas of synergy between the parties, um, and also resolve the royalty issue at the same time. Um, and so all parties were happy with that resolution, they agreed to it and um, executed that uh, agreement between them. So in some ways, the mediation was able to turn a dispute into a collaboration. That's right. That's right. So it has some benefit in terms of keeping the relationship going, keeping the communication open and uh, providing opportunities to explore future uh, paths of, of um, joint interest or joint development. Well, Shala, thanks so much for being on the show and talking about mediation. It's been a great pleasure, Scott, and uh, thanks so much for, for organizing this podcast. This episode was produced by the Center for Litigation and Courts at UC Hastings College of the Law. If you enjoyed this episode of Litigation Briefs, I hope you'll tune in to future episodes. In fact, I hope you'll consider subscribing to our YouTube channel and audio podcast, which can be accessed through the Center for Litigation and Courts website at sites.ucastings.edu slash CLC. While you're at it, encourage a friend to do the same. This is Litigation Briefs, respectfully submitted, Scott Dodson.